0: Hey, and welcome to the Church Plus Coffee with Friends podcast. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving, and you guys are basking in the good time you had with your family and friends, and the good dinner you had with everyone. Hopefully, you guys had a good time.
1: We call that the afterglow in my part of the woods.
0: The afterglow. And can you believe it's already less than three weeks until Christmas?
1: Though... In regards to Thanksgiving, I might refer to it as the after bloat.
0: That too. Uh, So Thanksgiving was really late this year, so we're already like almost Christmas.
1: Yeah, it's great because there's always that that little space of time between Thanksgiving and December 1st that I really want to listen to Christmas music, everyone else is indulging, and I'm waiting till December 1st, and some years it's far away, but this year, So so close. you only had
0: to wait two days this year so that was really quick right what's your favorite like christmas music album what do you go to first
1: uh definitely charlie brown christmas
0: like the album
1: yeah and then nora jones too i like her christmas music i think i don't know if i'm familiar with her really yeah Oh, if you listen to like a Christmas playlist on Pandora, I think she's one of the top stuff that would pop up.
0: Okay. My first person I would probably go to or have been going to recently is, of course, Michael W. Smith. Are you big into his Christmas music? I don't
1: even feel like I know it that well, but this year I'm going to listen to it.
0: He has so many different Christmas albums and they're so good and they're so different. Uh, Me and April went to a Michael W. Smith Christmas concert in Austin one year. That sounds romantic. And he had a full orchestra, and it was just the one of the coolest things ever. I love orchestra. To experience that.
1: So, live orchestra is one of my favorite things
0: in the world. Right, especially for Christmas, and just the music that he does is just so epic and just love it. So Michael W. Smith. Another new Christmas album that I've been listening to, is by Lincoln Brewster. Do you know who that is? Yeah. So he's a world-famous guitarist, first of all, even before he was a Christian. Okay, I didn't know that. And he's also a pastor at the church my brother goes to in California. I didn't know that. Wait, a pastor? Or like... He's a pastor. Okay. He does worship, but he's also one of the pastors. There's like a couple pastors. Okay. Anyways, so... When I visit my brother Sometimes I'll I'll see him And I just think he's a guy of good quality And character And he was a guitarist for the band Journey I don't know if you have heard of that band before Yeah, I have He's, Anyways, he's really famous But he's got a new Christmas album out Called A Mostly Acoustic Christmas I like that It's fun, it's light, and it's enjoyable And it's just a good, good listen So check it out Yeah, I will do you listen to any other Christmas music? Every
1: year I have a hard time. I'm always wanting to find new, good, happy Christmas music. And I'm always wanting to not listen to Baby It's Cold Outside and Santa Baby. Why? I just don't like the songs. They 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 grate on my
0: nerves. Not as grating as the Trans-Siberian Orchestra.
1: Oh, I love them. Do you like them? Or is that a joke, or do you not like them? Do you really like
0: them? No, I love them. I love think it. it. It's an insult to Christmas.
1: You've got to be joking, uh, it's right? Like,
0: they're like massacring cr- Christmas classics. Okay,
1: Trans Siberian Orchestra. And, you know, I wasn't thinking in the sound bit that I did in my head just now was not Trans Siberian Orchestra. I was doing Mannheim Steamroller. Well, that's different. That is different. That's a lot different. But But, I don't like Trans-Siberian Orchestra. You know, I like both. I like getting my rock on a little bit with the jingle and bells.
0: You know what? You can rock for 80% of the year, but Christmas is not about rocking. That's how I feel about white people and and rap. It's about tradition. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Do you listen? Have you heard of that other band? Some of my family members enjoy him. Pentatonix. Enjoy the band, I should say. Is that
1: the totally a cappella group? Yeah, I've heard of them, but I've not really. We should
0: try to do a pentatonics here on the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. I guess I'm not familiar enough.
0: Yeah, so they have some good Christmas music, but really, I like to enjoy the traditional. Christmas albums. There
1: is something I do love to hear and it's Feliz Navidad and the best video I've ever seen in my life is this band that they play the whole song and I can't remember what they're called. Everyone listening probably knows and you probably know. But there's like four of them and they're all on one guitar singing the song. They all like crowd around each other really? singing I've the never song s- on one guitar.
0: I've never seen that.
1: It's fantastic and funny and good and they're all dressed up like a Zorro. Different characters. Like what? Like Zoro? The Mask of Zorro. Why? Because it's funny. It's supposed to be Christmas. Yeah, but Feliz Navidad.
0: Okay, I see. Okay. I
1: want to wish you a Merry
0: Christmas. I love a good Feliz Navidad to get my well, you,
1: tail you know, shaken. I'm going to send that one to you and you can put it in the show notes if you would and people can enjoy it because I've never enjoyed, scarcely have I ever enjoyed anything as much as that. Now, I don't give recommendations often, but this time I am.
0: (laughs) You don't give? What does that mean? You don't give recommendations? I don't give recommendations very often. You you forced me to on the podcast. Last week or two weeks ago, you said you loved Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, well. And you went on and on about it. Yeah, I don't give recommendations often, so it should be a weighty thing when I do give one. What's better, Sleepless in Seattle or Feliz Navidad? They're, They're different. They can't go to the
1: same, but I would have to say Sleepless in Seattle. If you made me choose, yeah, made me choose.
0: It's funny that you're saying that you don't have a lot of recommendations because I get the opposite feeling that you have strong feelings about what you enjoy. First, I knocked him out of their nest with a rock. Peter. Then I saved him. So anyways.
1: Just get me started on Sleepless in Seattle, and there's so many good lines.
0: Do you listen to Elvis Presley Christmas?
1: Yeah. Blue Christmas.
0: Bing Crosby.
1: Definitely. All the time. White Christmas.
0: White Christmas, yeah. Bing sings it. Yeah. 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 I love that song. I can't say the name right, but King what is it called? We, King Wiener Schnitzel or something? <laughs> what is what? it called?
1: Is that uh Oh. Slip in my mind too. Let me look it up real quick.
0: Ha! Good
1: King Wenceslas went to town on a Christmas morning. That's the one, right?
0: Yeah, that's the one. I love that song. Yep. I love that too. Thanks for jogging my memory.
1: Do, 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 do.
0: Yeah, so the, of course those are always good. I love Christmas music. Several years ago, me and my sisters
1: and my wife, we went downtown and we actually, believe it or not, were paid to sing in this cool like quilting shop downtown Helena. I mean, they it was you my sisters like, that were paid to sing for the evening, and they let me come along like for the ride.
0: Outside the store or in the store?
1: Like, the owner of the store hired us as musicians. Like, inside sing, or outside? To sing Christmas carols inside the store.
0: In a quilting store.
1: Yeah, but a really, like, trendy, expensive, cool quilting store, downtown Helena. I think it's called Prickly Pear.
0: Prickly Pear?
1: Or... Soul, no, what was it? I can't remember.
0: Is it still open?
1: Yeah, yeah, really cool place.
0: That's cool. So were, were a lot of people watching, or
1: yeah, you know, it was one of those things where it was just like hot chocolate and live music the whole night while people were coming in and buying some of their last minute, you know, quilting supplies for the Christmas season. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. I love the downtown Helena vibe. It's one of my favorite vibes to be in during Christmas time
0: yeah it's a great place to listen to music like when you're walking around downtown and Helena, since the town's so small, like are there any like outdoor speakers where they were like where they would like project Christmas music or anything? No, I don't think so. It would just be like each store when you go into it. No, it's not like
1: quite like Japan where there are outside speakers everywhere on every block, yeah, and behind every house
0: well, like in San Antonio, we go to the outdoor mall. And it's kind of that cool feeling where you're walking outside and there's Christmas music. And I just didn't know if because Helena was more compact, if that was possible. But yeah, what's your favorite uh, coffee shop at home in Helena during Christmas time?
1: Oh, General Mercantile. But I'd say that during any time. Yeah. And you've been there. It's one of the best Yeah, if you guys ever go
0: to Helena, you definitely need to check it out. One of the best coffee shops in the worlds, probably, that I've been to.
1: And what's cool about it is it's not like this modern hipster place that they're trying to be cool. They've just been cool for such a long time. It's We're a like... little
0: bit hipster.
1: Well, no, it is, but it was hipster before it was a yeah. cool thing, which is the most hipster thing you could do. They've been open since, like, 72, and it's always been in the same location. And I know one of the guys, actually, who who uh, put it together, put the building together. They used all barnwood... And cool place downtown, rickety floors. There's a loft for kids to play in. And they have every gift you can imagine. Gag gifts and strange things. Like, you can imagine things like candy cigars or candy cigarettes. Anything in that venue of funky or rubber chickens, anything like that, they've got it all.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And live koi fish inside. That's
0: cool. Wow. Wow. One of my favorite things to do is to just go and see the Christmas lights in the different neighborhoods and play Christmas music and drive around with a cup of coffee.
1: Christmas time, I will say, is one of the times where I wanna go spend some time in the city or town for all the yeah. lights and the merriment.
0: Yeah. The shopping. It's where the life is, where the action is happening.
1: But then too, always wanna to go back to my little
0: cozy fire. Do you have a favorite, special coffee drink that you like to do during the winter? I mean, during the Christmas season.
1: No, but I do really like uh, peppermint hot chocolates. You like those? Do you
0: like peppermint mochas?
1: Yeah, I would love that. That That's great. For some
0: reason, I'm not a peppermint person with my coffee, but I can understand the appeal.
1: I don't. You know, it's been so long. My dad loves it. It's his favorite drink. A seasonal drink, but. You're talking about it. it's making me want to go get a peppermint mocha.
0: Well, everyone, like, you know, any coffee shop you go to, they're doing special drinks this time of year. Uh, one of the ones that I like is gingerbread latte.
1: Never tried that.
0: It's good. It's got like a cookiness, ginger vibe to it.
1: Do you know does Starbucks in Japan do the peppermint mocha also?
0: I don't think so.
1: Sometimes strong flavors don't go so well in Japan. Like I know most most people in Japan don't care for cinnamon flavored things.
0: I thought they didn't like peppermint either.
1: It's probably don't. It's pretty strong, so they don't usually care for the strong stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's my dad's favorite drink is peppermint mocha. Yeah, it's fun to get a Christmas drink. I usually just like regular coffee, but it's nice to get a special drink every now and then. So let me ask,
1: do you have any favorite Christmas memory that you'd like to share?
0: Hmm. I have so many memories um most of our life was pretty normal like we would have good Christmases lots of presents my mom always wanted to make sure that we had like so many presents I think sometimes we would have 20 25 presents
1: wow that's cool so it was but, really abundant then
0: yeah but sometimes they would just be like dollar store presents or cheap stuff yeah. some would be nice of course but they weren't all extravagant but it was just fun to have that many gifts. My mom believed in doing a lot of gifts, but my dad, when he grew up, he would get, like, oranges for Christmas or apples yeah, or <laughs> tomatoes or whatever was in so season. So it was more low-key, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I—so I, I, so I am—because of that, because of my mom—and my dad is generous, too, but because of my mom, I do believe in giving kids a lot of presents, maybe just because that's the tradition I grew up with. And there's different ways you can do it, yeah. but um, I have memories of just so many presents that it would go up like halfway up the tree, and I'm do, sure
1: most homes are like that too. If you could enter into your younger self and remember the like most excited you ever were about a Christmas present, would you remember what it was? Hmm. Like it, like a brand new Buzz Lightyear doll or something like that.
0: Okay, so yeah. okay, maybe I have a couple. If I thought about it, I could probably list a bunch. But the biggest one, and I was pretty young, maybe six or seven or eight. Maybe we should do one present every week. Maybe we should. The first one that comes to mind is uh, when we were young, we got the Super Nintendo. And my parents had put off getting us the game system, the Mm -hmm. original Nintendo. And so we were like kind of everyone else had already figured out what this Nintendo was about. And so we were so excited about this new system. And we got like the deluxe pack that came with like super Mario all-stars and Mario Kart, Mm. Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't think Sonic the Hedgehog, but I think it was just the Mario games. And that was like one of the best gifts ever. And we played with that for like eight years, probably. Yeah. I mean, you remember coming over to my house and playing NBA jam together. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's on
0: fire hard to beat the Super Nintendo. It's like the best system.
1: I know. We, you know, terrible thing about that is we never had a Super Nintendo. We went straight from Nintendo to Nintendo
0: 64 in our house. Really? That's yeah. a shame because the Super Nintendo was so fun. Right. So I never had the Nintendo 64. I did the opposite. I skipped the 64. Straight to the and PlayStation. Then another good Christmas gift that we got was Nintendo GameCube. Oh, the game, Which Cube, was also yeah. pretty fun. Had some fun games on there. Did you not have a PlayStation or? No, we didn't do PlayStation. Really? Yeah. Too worldly? Yeah, it's too too edgy. Yeah, Nintendo Nintendo's was more, more. family-oriented. Yeah, right. And who knew that all these years later I'd be living... Next to the Nintendo 45 headquarters. 45 minutes from the Nintendo headquarters in yeah. Kyoto. Nintendo. Life is crazy. A couple other quick ones. Should I save it? Yeah, no, give them. You'll think of something else. Got an electric week. guitar and an amplifier. One year. Oh, so you I play? did some. I did some classes at school. I didn't know that. Very very lightly for a couple of years, and we played like on the school band up there. School of rock. So you know, if we had the note, if we had the notes in front of us, we could play along. That's so cool. So that was kind of fun. Um, yeah, nothing else is springing to my mind right now. Want to say one more Christmas memory? Like I said, most of our childhood was normal, but when I was 16, we moved to China and I think last week I talked about our first Thanksgiving there, but our first Christmas, you know, if you're American, you have to have a Christmas tree, right? It's the American thing. Do you guys have a Christmas tree at your house in Japan? Not yet. You've like cut one down before, right? Yeah. Last year we did. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not going to find a Christmas tree like that in China where you can just buy them and. Even the fake ones are really hard to find. So the only place that had a Christmas tree was this place uh, four hours away in this little town. It's actually the place where they make iPhones today in Zhengzhou, China. And so they have a few, like, imports there because there's some foreigners that come through. We got this Christmas tree, and we had to carry it on our shoulders. Fake to or real? Fake. Okay, cool. Because I, I think that's all there was. Well, yeah, I'm
1: sure they didn't have real trees.
0: So... I just remember me and Ethan had to carry that tree through this crowded train station, take it onto the train, and take it all the way four hours back home. And it was on a slow train. They didn't have bullet trains back then like they do today.
1: You must have got so many great looks from people. Yeah. That's so cool.
0: People thought we were, like, crazy. but That's awesome. I had a really good memory memory. carrying the Christmas tree through the crowded millions of people, everyone staring at us.
1: You know, for, for American traditions, as they go christmas tree has got to be one of the most fun because that's my favorite memory of every year is going out to get a christmas tree and again you know by the time i was a little bit older everyone else was kind of over it except for me and my sister bethany would always go it would always just be the two of us that go out and pick a tree every year when we come home and, have and you would chocolate. chop
0: it down yourselves yeah yeah we just go from our house because we lived up in the in the woods, in the wilderness. So it must have been a pretty small tree if you could drag it back. Did you have a No, because there was always snow. Something?
1: There was always snow, so it slid really easily okay. in the snow. And w- every year we would end up getting one bigger than the last. And in my parents' cabin has tall ceilings. So I think one year we got like a 16-foot tree. Wow. That one was pretty fun. But then the next year we, we tried to tone it back a little bit. And we'd, we'd bring it home and my dad would be like, that is too big. <laughs> and so he'd cut it down a little bit, but. Great memories. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, Christmas memories. Uh, Are there any movies that you like to watch with your family or that you enjoy this time of year? yeah,
1: definitely. Every Christmas, you know,
0: I don't know what it is with romantic comedies, but... Remember, this is your recommendation, even though... I don't do that much. I know you're making an exception for our audience. You normally don't give recommendations. Right. Thank you for... For gracing Yeah, us. I don't do this
1: much, so I'm just let it be weighty. Let it be. Let it be let it, heard. We'll make sure it
0: really hits us full on. Let it be heard in the we'll land. Let the full impact hit us.
1: It seems like so many romantic comedies actually just have Christmas in it at some point. You can Google that and I'm like, why is Christmas in every movie? And it's just cuz it appeals to the, you know, the heartstrings of people or whatever. So I know I mentioned Sleepless in or no, while you were sleeping. But then of course Another movie that is centered somewhat around Christmas is You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. It's another 90s romantic comedy, but weren't those the best? Wait, You've Got Mail? How is that
0: a Christmas movie? Yeah,
1: it's not a Christmas movie, but it has Christmas in the movie. The shop around the corner, it's closing around Christmas time. There are Christmas parties. They sing songs around a piano in the movie. The horn, the horn, the horn is forlorn. Yeah. You know, and it's all this Christmassy feel. Anyway, we always end up watching it around Christmas time. Yeah, but then I just have to add that the original of that is even more Christmassy and better. The Shop Around the Corner with Jimmy Stewart. It's black and white if you can handle that. But that's my favorite
0: Christmas movie and maybe movie of all time. I'm surprised that you didn't say, "It's a Wonderful Life," since you love jimmy stewart i do love it's a wonderful life i love it but the shop around the corner i think i love even more i know so many people love it's a wonderful life and we we end up watching it i think most years but it's just it's heavy and sometimes i don't like to watch it
1: you know when that movie came out it was actually a failure at first and it didn't get like brought out again until like 15 years later and then it became a hit Really? Mm-hmm. Because it's a little heavy.
0: So do you like that heaviness it brings? You just like the, the lightness that comes at the end?
1: Yeah, I like the whole movie. But it is one of those movies that you should watch all the way through,
0: I would say. Okay. So you're... You don't have to give set recommendations, but your recommendations remind us one one more time. Or... You've Got Mail and the original to You've Got Mail, which is The Shop Around the Corner. Okay. With Jimmy Stewart. I just remembered a movie that maybe you wish you had included in that. Or maybe you were planning to save it for next week. The Polar Express. Children on a train. That's what our sons call it. So we have a new tradition between our two families Mm -hmm. that every year we watch the Polar Express together. And we did this with our families this year. We We did it last year. We already
1: did it. Right. Did we do it? We did it last year. We did it this
0: year and we did it last year. And I think maybe the year before, or well, maybe we two did years it before that. Even
1: before you guys moved to Japan, because you were visiting Japan one time years ago, and it was around Christmas time, and the kids watched it together. So, man, they love that.
0: And so, there's this famous scene right at the beginning of the movie where they serve hot chocolate on the train. And the song is just it? so infectious.
1: We got it.
0: And so, every year, me and Joseph. Pause the movie, make hot chocolate, and come in. As a surprise. As a surprise, dancing, singing the song as they're serving hot chocolate to the children on the train. Yeah, we don't even
1: pause it. We just time it perfectly so that as it's happening and the kids are seeing this before their eyes and thinking, Man, if I could only be on that train, then they hear this rumbling coming from the kitchen. And me and Bobby are coming in and we're dancing. I recommend this
0: heartily. (laughs) Yeah, Polar Express is so good. And it's Tom Hanks. I mean... See, he's Christmas. What is there not to like about Tom Hanks? And how I just love how he plays, like, the three characters in the movie. He plays... Oh, yeah, right. Really, he, he plays all the men in the movie, but he plays the train conductor. He plays the bum on the train, and he plays Santa Claus. I
1: think Steve Tyler, Stephen Tyler has a, has a part in that movie, too. And Steven
0: Tyler's in it, too. Right. But for me, it has such... Spiritual meaning, how Tom Hanks embodies you say this every year the Father, year, the Son, every year, and the Holy Spirit. You're like and talking
1: and, about how it's all about believing for me, it has no spiritual significance whatsoever. It's like
0: when <laughs> he gives him the bell and he he's like, If you'll just believe, and just thinking about the ghost and how he says, Do you believe in ghosts? It's just this, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, and how it all just comes together at the end is so just touching. Well, It's really a spiritual journey for me.
1: My favorite character in the movie is the bum that rides on top of the train who says, <laughs> Ain't we all? I'm looking for a girl. And he laughs. And, Ain't we all? <laughs> it's,
0: uh... yeah. Uh, so you gave two, so maybe I'll give one more. Is that okay with you? Yeah, as long as you don't say Elf. I like Elf, but I'm not going to say Elf. Oh, good. Am I allowed to
1: nope. like Elf? No, but you know, I kind of like it, too. It's been several years, though.
0: So, what's your problem with me recommending it?
1: I don't know. Okay. Bad mood. Okay, anyways. Didn't I have enough to eat for breakfast? I don't know.
0: All right, so I also... I don't, sometimes I talk more than Joseph, but most of the time Joseph talks more than me. So please let these, I don't mean to recommendations hit you with weight also. (laughs) Yours always do. No, they don't. But, um, I know we have a couple more, maybe another week to recommend movies, but a, a niche Christmas movie that a lot of people don't know about that I really like is called Arthur Christmas. Have you seen it? No. Is that the With The what?
1: Arthur, like the aardvark from I, PBS? I don't think so. The Arthur show? Like no. With his little sister, DW? That's different?
0: Yeah. Okay. So this one's called Arthur Christmas, and it's just a good movie. It's animated, and it's from England. All the voices are British, uh, but it's a movie about how one of Santa Claus's sons is going to take over, and there's this like millennial professional son who's going to take over. And he's like organized the business and like, he's got all the presents going on time and stuff, but he's lost the joy of Christmas. Then his other son, who's not a businessman really cares about the children and their experience and, and feeling getting a gift from Santa Claus is his name. Arthur, his name is Arthur. So it's a good movie. Um, has good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So check it out if you want to, would you recommend it from me? Yeah, you would love it, and your kids would love it, too. Okay. It's a really, really good movie. I can give it to you if you want.
1: Okay. I'll take it.
0: All right. So, Gift of Giving, or the Season of Giving. That's it for our Christmas movie recommendations for this week, unless we think of something else. Are you excited that two weeks from today, Star Wars Episode Nine is coming out?
1: I... I am excited, but I have a great deal of catching up to do. As you were reminding me the other day, I need to watch the next two episodes that are before this.
0: So you've seen the first six episodes. Yes. You've seen course. those for sure. Yep. Know them. So you know that Darth Vader yep. is actually good it, in the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. He kills the Dark Lord, right? Well, I mean, spoiler. For but now. Who hasn't
1: seen that? For now. Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> as, if someone, as if not everyone in the whole entire world has seen the
0: Return of the Jedi. Is that the one it's called? Like they say, no one is ever really dead. Do they say that? Someone does. <laughs> Who says that? So, two weeks from today is episode nine, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Going to watch it in theaters? I think so. Of course you are. Yeah. See, I need to watch the other ones. Yeah. You yeah. Don't, see, you don't even know what's going on with Ray and Kylo Ren. Do you think that Ray Don't know her. ...and Kylo are... Don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. So Ray is the Jedi girl. Okay. Kylo is like the new Darth Vader. He wears a mask. The nude Darth Vader.
1: <laughs> That's what it sounded
0: like you said. The new Darth Vader... <laughs> Can I not put the word new with a noun that starts with a D? No, I don't recommend it. Okay, let me try that again. Kylo Ren is like the new. And improved? Darth Vader. Okay. He's Han Solo's son. Okay. Yeah, I'm not not even going to talk. Chill. I'm just going to listen. So, do you think... Rey and Kylo are brother and sister? Or do you think that they're going to end up married?
1: Well, who's Rey?
0: She's the the Jedi Jedi Girl. girl.
1: Well, who's her father?
0: I could tell you. We don't know. Who's her mother? We don't know. That's the mystery.
1: I mean, wouldn't it be a little bit redundant for Star Wars to do a whole romantic relationship with two people who found
0: out that they were brother and sister? It would be creepy. I mean, they did that before. Yeah, they took it to like... A disturbing level. Yeah. Actually, when George Lucas had Luke and Leia Uh embrace their mouths together. Did they kiss? Yeah. Oh, okay. At that point, he didn't know they were going to be brother and sister. So it was an honest mistake. It wasn't a mistake, but he just decided to change the story later on Mm. to, yeah, I guess an honest mistake. He decided to make them brother and sister.
1: That's why you should always
0: know who your cousins are and make it clear who your cousins are. So there's some debate online. Are they brother and sister? Is Ray Luke's daughter somehow? Or are Ray and Kylo going to be Raylo? Raylo.
1: I'm just going to have to watch those, I guess,
0: you know, Ray and Kylo, you know, like the celebrity names, Brangelina, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Raylo. Now I know. I'm just trying to catch you up on like. So is there a
1: romantic relationship then between Ray and Kylo? There's some teasing. Kylo is a bad guy, right?
0: Yes. He killed Han Solo. Wait, Han
1: Solo? His dad?
0: Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. He's a bad guy. That's terrible. But he might have a heart of gold deep down. Is that like this
1: new Disney thing where they're always trying to make the bad guys good guys in the end? Like Maleficent? Like, they just want you to understand the bad guy. Like, oh, they're not so bad. They're just misunderstood.
0: It's a trendy Disney thing. All bad is corrupted good. This is what you were talking about a couple
1: of weeks ago. Yes,
0: and it's true. If you did your research, you would see it's true. (sighs) Because you're saying, no, but think about this. This is important. So we're talking about Kylo, we're talking about Maleficent, what other examples out there? There is no such thing as incarnate evil. That's what you were saying. But- because simply because it's a, you're, it's not it's a put down of evil that they are not good enough to be their own source. Okay. They have to take the good things that God gave them and twist them. Okay. Cuz they don't they're not equal to God. So when you think about it the right way, it's a put down of the bad people. Well, not no, a no, yeah, I get that you're not. I know you're not trying to like um, make bad guys good guys. When you were a kid, did you like people like Darth Vader and Kylo Ren? Did you kind of? Well, a when I was a kid, the bad there guys? was no Sometimes. Kylo Ren, and two,
1: I didn't know him. So, you did didn't. I like Darth Vader? I loved it at the end when Darth Vader. Kills the bad guy. And I felt like, ah, yes. So in other words, you never
0: liked the bad guy in movies.
1: Well, no, no. See, when I knew the story of Darth Vader, I felt bad for him. And I felt like, oh, man, life has given him some blows. And he's taken
0: those blows and he's chosen the wrong way. So you're literally saying what I just said, that good corrupts. I mean, they get corrupted. It's not that they're evil incarnate. Oh, no, they have to choose evil.
1: But I'm just saying, I don't know if there's not a, like a, a evil.
0: There is an evil.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, of course there's an evil. These conversations, they, they, they make my head spin.
0: You should go see Star I really wish just because you value our friendship, I wish that you would watch those two movies so we could talk about it. I wish you would take me with you. You can watch the first two movies, like, any time. Well, but I can't watch the first two movies
1: with my kids unless my kids see the first six movies.
0: Just watch them on your own. You and Whitney can have a nice little date night and watch the Raylo show unfold. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do that. I want to know if you're Team Raylo or not Team Reylo. Think about it. So anyways, Star Wars coming out soon. I'm excited about just, that. I just want to go back to Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn, he could make an an, an appearance in Episode 9. Who knows? Hmm. Maybe even Jar Jar will be back. That would be terrible. You're not a Jar Jar fan? Well, no, but everyone else says that that would be terrible.
1: So yeah, I'm just going to go with the crowd this time.
0: Oh, something funny. We talked to one of our friends in Japan mm-hmm. about Jar Jar this week. Yep. So we asked him, like, do people because they love Star Wars here? It's huge. Mm -hmm. So all the promos for the new movie are everywhere. People are really excited about the new movie. We asked our friend, "Is Jar Jar popular in Japan? Do people like him, or did they hate him like they do in the U.S.?" And they didn't know about the. He was not aware of hatred. Yep. And so it's so refreshing. They didn't have any problem with Jar Jar at all.
1: It's so refreshing to to. No someone who's not steeped in
0: hatred. So Ahmed Best. Come to Japan. They love you here. Actor who played Jar Jar and What's his name? Come to where your true fans are in here in Japan. His name is Ahmed Best. Ahmed Best. I believe his
1: name is. Oh, that's a cool name. In regard to Star Wars, why do the movies always come out at Christmas time?
0: Is it because the lightsabers are red and green? The original movies Always came out in May. And with The Force Awakens, they started releasing them in December, which is the first of the new movies with Disney. Okay. Is it, is it a better time of the year for movies? or um, um, What's the So what's originally, the they there? were going to release the first of the new movies in May, like all the other ones. But they were delayed or something had to release it later. Mm-hmm. And... December is known to also be a good time to release movies. Like that's when the Lord of the Rings trilogy always came out. Yeah. Was in December. And so they released the first one in December and it made like $2 billion. Wow. And so then they're like, well, okay, I guess December will work fine. So maybe it's not that
1: movies have Christmas in them, but that Christmas is a time for
0: movies. Um, Yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that, keep that, put it in my pocket and make it one of my main things that
0: I talk about from now on. So we're getting close to the end of the podcast already, but Christmas is just such an important time to love on people and to make friends. And we don't like to just tell you about what we're doing in Japan all the time, because that's not really the purpose of this. It's just to have relationship with you and just talk about fun things that are interesting to us. And, you know, missionary, it's kind of what we do right now. And, but some of the things that we're doing this year is, of course, we have this good news center outreach center that we're doing things at and holding church services. So pray for us as we do that, we're going to be doing a special Christmas party at the good news center and just trying to say, Merry Christmas to people, greet people with a smile. You know, people are kind of thinking about this thing of Christmas and what it's all about. And since people are thinking about it, it's a good time to give them a cup of coffee or hot chocolate and just look people in the eye, give them a smile, and tell them why Christmas is important to us and the meaning that it has in our lives. Yeah, Just one of the things that we're going to be doing.
1: Yeah, Christmas is an opportunity, I guess, because I don't know if you've probably read the statistics that, um, you know, suicide rates go up at Christmas time, you know, alcohol abuse goes up at Christmas time, child abuse goes up at Christmas time. And it's just, I think it's just because people see these wonderful things like family, and what, you know, these all these things that Christmas, you know, means in people's hearts and family getting together and having special time. And when people don't have that, It makes them more aware that they don't have that, and so a lot of abuses will go up during that time. So it's a great time when people are especially lonely or
0: especially needy. Tell us another way that you're spreading the love to lonely people this year with uh, the coffee and everything you're doing.
1: Well, I think we're just focusing on doing the coffee shop quite a bit um, this season. Wanting to, you know, it's it's the perfect season to do the coffee shop because it's cold. And I'm looking for a place, hopefully, where I can do the coffee shop at a train station as well, even if we just give out the coffees, because I, I might be able to get permission easier if we can just give out the coffees, coffees for free. We did that several years ago um, before we had a coffee shop or anything like that. We just got permission to do it at a train station and made hot chocolates and coffees and just gave them out to people with yeah. verses. Um, talking about Christmas and so just told people Merry Christmas.
0: Joseph does that all year round, but pray for them this year as they're trying to get permission to do the coffee shop at various places. Um, when I'm able to, I would, I always love to help Joseph if I can with what mm-hmm. he's it's doing. always fun doing it. And we're you. always working together at the good news center also. And uh, sometimes we combine the coffee outreach with the good news center, you know, really whatever is the best way to tell people about Jesus. Right. And I know, like we talked to you a couple of weeks ago, Joseph is still working on the Good versus Evil Gospel comic book that will really appeal to the Japanese people. Pray for that project that it can really be a blessing to people.
1: Yeah, and I don't know that that's going to be printed and delivered before Christmas. After all, I'm really still hoping it will be, but even if it's not, we'll just you know give it out as soon as we get it. And but it would be so awesome if we could have it before then too. So.
0: So just one small example of a way that we can show love to people. We have our next door neighbor who comes over and plays with the girls every week. She speaks some English and just a really sweet girl. And she comes over every week and we try not to just preach to her all the time. We just try to make friends with her and, you know, we fit in things about God as often as we can. But the girls, they had a really awesome Christmas party with her and they gave her some Christmas gifts and made her a Christmas card. And she was just so touched and moved and she was here from on that particular day from 3:30 in the afternoon till 6:30 at night and April said when it was time to go she didn't want to leave she was just really just that's really sweet enjoying that special time with the girls and wrote them a note and said I love you and you know so happy that we're friends and we explained to her what christmas is about and the reason why we celebrate the things we do the reason we give gifts to each other we have this huge really nice manger scene set up at the entrance of our house and So they talk to her about that and what it's all about. And, you know, she's very polite and interested. And, um, you know, if nothing happens with her immediately, maybe it'll just just spark an interest when she encounters it later in her life, too. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, and then you're doing the the gifts of hope. This week we'll be giving out the gifts of hope. So pray for us as we talk to people and spread the love of Jesus. Thank you to everyone who has just helped to to do all that stuff. I love that idea. I think we're going to have a big bonfire
1: at our house just for the Christmassy season because it's cold. It's just the best time to do that hot chocolate. And so we'll have probably all our friends from the skate park over uh, at that time too. And so anyway, just pray for all, all the things. It's just a good time of year to talk to people and to people don't have to be lonely anymore. So
0: well, Merry Christmas, Joseph. Are we allowed to say Merry Christmas now that we're past Thanksgiving?
1: It's a little early, but let's let's proceed. Let's go forward.
0: One step at a time, though. So thankful that Jesus came to the earth, that he became one of us, so that he could relate to us and where we are in our world. He lived a daily life like we live because he wanted us to know that he loved us and cared about us and could relate to us and... So we're we love this beautiful time of the year. Yep, it's a great time. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the city this time of year. Yeah, the city and the country wherever you are, and remember through all the hustle and bustle and Christmas parties that you go to, let's remember no cliche. Don't say the it. reason Don't say for it. the season. Oh my goodness.
1: You had which to we say know, it.
0: is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: what <laughs> well I mean maybe we should have that conversation another time
0: Jesus is the reason for the season
1: it's a wonderful time of year to celebrate the birth of Christ and the gut that- God came to earth incarnate and I'm I think it's a great time of year to celebrate that
0: are you like a Scrooge no I'm not a Scrooge okay no but I mean you know skeptic Christmas skeptic
1: no, I don't think I'm even a skeptic. I've had my times, my years, you know, my my back and forth, up and down. Like, what? Well, but it's not really his birthday, and what? What? You know, is this just some weird tradition of man? But you know,
0: well, ha- I'm I'm just merry. I'm full so of I'm merriment. I'm sorry if Merry Christmas offended you. No, it doesn't. Happy
1: holidays. Yeah, you know, Merry coffee doesn't offend me either, and neither does Happy holidays.
0: Neither does the solid red cup. Happy, ho- happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays is really happy holy days. Happy or, holy days. Or maybe it's holly as in the tree. Yeah, maybe. Well, anyways, I'm so thankful that Jesus was born on December 25th so that we could be here today. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to one and all. Have a great Christmas week. We'll see you again soon.